Hey friends, this is Joe Barlow, and welcome to my podcast. I'm glad you joined me. On this podcast, my goal is that you would draw closer to the Father God, that you would know Jesus Christ, and that you would experience the power of the Holy Spirit here in this earth. God bless. Today we're talking about the power of delight. Now, um, that may seem boring to you, but let me tell you something. There's some serious power in this. And so, uh, and it can really heal your marriage, heal some relationships. And I'll show you how. But let's first go to a, a scripture here. I want to pull up for you. And that is uh, Psalm 37, verse 4. It says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Take delight in the Lord. Now, uh, delight could be a noun. It's, I, you know, it's, she's my delight. You know, um, all, you know, all different types of delights. That would be a noun. But I want to talk to you about delight being a verb. And that is where you delight in something you're focusing on it, you're paying attention, you're enjoying it, okay? So here, God is saying, delight in Him, okay? And if you do delight yourself in the Lord, He'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, my friends, it's kind of funny, but I can tell you that the same thing is true with your spouse. If you delight in them, they'll give you what you want. <laughs> and and there's, a, there's a reason that works, but I wanna show you some things, kind of interesting. But I want to show you this other passage in Revelation chapter 2. It says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his hands, in his right hand, and walks among the seven gold lampstands. I know your deeds. So here's Jesus talking to a church. After Jesus has gone to heaven, he's giving this prophecy uh, to this church in Ephesus. He said, I know your deeds, your hard work, your perseverance, I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people uh, and that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and you have found them to be false. He said, you have persevered and have endured hardships from, for my name and you have not grown weary. So guys, great job, good job, good job, good job. I said, however, yet I hold this against you. He said, you have forsaken the love you had at first. He said, consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, he said, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. And that basically meant, uh, you know, the church is going to lose all its fire. And actually, if you were to go to Ephesus, as the last I heard, you know, you go to Ephesus, there's no churches there. And here, they were one of the strongest churches in the, when, during Bible times, okay? But if you go there now, it's, you know, it's like the lampstand's been removed. Um, so, it's like the fire went out. So, here, this scripture here, yet I hold this against you, you have forsaken your first love. The, the love you had at first. Now, if you remember back to when you were engaged, if you're married, you remember back to when you were engaged and you were like, wow, you were just enwrapped. You were, you know, 
you were so in love, you're like, couldn't wait to get married, you were excited. This is gonna be awesome, you know? Yeah, it, it, it can be awesome. And, um, but I'll tell you this, the power of delight is what's going to help you to go back to those early days. It's gonna help you to, to get back on track with how things were. So, <clears throat> um, there's, a, there's another passage in the New Testament I want you to see. It says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Um, set your hearts. Another translation says, set your affections. In verse 2, it says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. But this verse here says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your affections on things above. Okay? Now, if you can set your affections, if the Bible says to set your affections, then you can set your affections. And if you do set your affections, you're making a decision about what you're going to like and what you're not going to like. Now, that seems pretty, maybe, cold. Uh, I would also tell you this, that, you know, some people say they fell in love. And I would say, you probably chose to dive into love. You didn't fall. You, you yielded fully to the process. You're like, yes, hallelujah, I love this. And I love this person. And I want to spend the rest of my life with them. I want to keep going. This is wonderful, exciting. Well, you're choosing to love. And as a matter of fact, you, while you're in that early stage of the relationship, you're in the process of actually trying to win them. You want them to delight in you. Okay? Well, once we turn that whole process off, and you're no longer trying to win the other person, and you're no longer delighting in them, things can get stale. Things can get boring. Things can get um, undesirable. Well, it's because you're not desiring anything in that other person. So I recommend get back, get thankful. Um, and you might say, well, you know, he, he didn't weigh as much then as he does now. He was a lot more handsome back then. Listen, uh, that all may be true, but I can guarantee you there is still something in him or in her that you could delight in. Okay. And maybe they stopped telling you jokes because you offended them or you stopped laughing at, your, at their jokes or that you stopped going out on dates together and you stopped doing this and you stopped doing that. Well, Jesus said, um, repent. <clears throat> he said, consider how far you've fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. Repent and do the things. Well, what'd you do when you were first engaged? You would go out on dates. Hello, go out on dates. You would go to a movie. You would go walk in the park and hold hands. Okay? Well, hello. Go do it. Uh, start courting your wife again. Start courting your husband again. If you do, then they're going to start taking delight in you. And you'll start taking delight in them. And then the happiness will start springing back up in your relationship. And you'll be like, this is nice. I like being in love with my wife. It's a wonderful thing. Hey friends, let me just interject here. If you are interested in more materials that I would have to offer, I have music, I have online classes, 
I have writings, I have books, and I have an online daily show on Facebook. You can learn about all of that if you just go over to josephbarlow.com. Let's get back to the message. I like being in love with my wife. It's a wonderful thing. So there, there's a whole lot to talk about, about marriage. Uh, and I think, you know, what we probably need to do is get some, uh, maybe get John King in here to teach a little bit more on that. Uh, some of you heard me have him here before. He is tremendous. Anyway, I think I'm going to call him, get him on this show, because just his stuff is just so juicy and good. Um, but this message today is really important. Get your heart back to delight. Now, how do you delight? Okay. Um, right about now, uh, in, in this area, you know, the Chicago area of Illinois in America, the leaves are changing color because it's autumn. Well, I delight in that. I love it. Okay. Uh, yesterday, Nancy and I were walking and as we were walking along, we came up over this hill. And then as soon as we came up over the hill, we just saw the sunset and the, you know, there was a fountain and there was trees and there was a, a lake and we were just, oh, it was beautiful. And so I just thought, wait, 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 let's not keep walking. Let's just stop right here. Let's enjoy this. So you have to take time to delight. You have to take time to enjoy. So, so we just stood there for a little while, just enjoying it, you know, and Take the time, just like when you were engaged. Go back to being engaged, okay? Because that excitement, that that delight, that um, uh, desiring to win the heart of the other person. You know, taking them for granted is not a recipe for a happy marriage. But being constantly thankful and constantly seeing what they're doing good, that's a recipe, that's a good recipe for a healthy marriage. Um, so my friends, God loves you. Uh, for those of you who are not married, uh, take notes because when God sends you somebody, you're gonna wanna not just go through the engagement period and then get married, but you're gonna wanna learn how to live the married life like you're engaged. Um, you know, like with that excitement of, can't wait to, you know, to spend my life with this person. So. I know this all seems like just mental attitudes, and it's huge that, that it is. But guess what? You have to live with your own thinking. You have to live with your own brain. You have to live with your soul. And so you might as well learn how to control it and have it to go in the direction that you want it to go in. So here's another thing about this verse in Colossians, um, where it says, set your affections uh, on things above. Now, because it says set your affections, that means you can. And so I know I can set my affections. So I could set my affections on my wife. <coughs> now, if I were to all of a sudden someday discover that my affections are on another woman, you know what I should do? Take them off that other woman and put them back on my wife. Because I ain't got, my heart has got no business being uh, delighting in another woman. No business, none, none at all. Okay, so I've shared this before. 
You see that right there? That's my force field. Okay? That keeps them all away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I love my wife. Okay? And that's who I want to be with. That's who I want to stay with. She's my choice. And um, make your spouse your choice. Okay? Choose them again today. Choose them again. Uh, set your affections on your spouse again today. Ask the Lord. And, and listen, if your heart is wounded, if, you're, if your heart is, if you are in offense towards them, just say, you know, Lord, forgive me for getting offended. But also, Lord, teach me how to not be offended. And Lord, help me to forgive them. And then just say, Father, I, I forgive my husband for being such a jerk. <laughs> or I forgive my wife for being such a blankety-blank. You know? No. And you could talk to the Lord straight. He doesn't mind. But then Lord say, you know, heal my heart and get me. See, if you're not delighting in your spouse, it's your fault. Go back and delight in them. God will give you something. Okay? No. If they've been a jerk, and, and there's, it's true that, you know, one or the other could be really sour. Well, guess what? God has a way for you to rise above and to win. Okay? And if you need marriage counseling, go for it. Man, go for it. Nancy and I go get help. As a matter of fact, we go to John King when we need help. You know, uh, we have a couple other people who help us out. Because, like I said before, it hasn't been all roses. It's been some thorns too. But guess what? I'm choosing to stay in love with my wife. Guess what's going to happen then? I'm going to have a long, healthy marriage. It's just the deal. Because I'm choosing. It's my choice. This is your life, you know. You get to choose. Do you want your marriage to careen off the road and land in the ditch? No. Get it back in, in line. Let me pray for it right now. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person watching, and I pray for their marriage. Uh, those that are married, Lord, I pray that you would help them to get the offense out of their heart. And I pray that you would get the offense out of their spouse's heart. Lord, I pray that they would delight in each other again and begin to thank you and praise you. And then they begin to just enjoy being married and do the things they did at first. Lord, I ask you to help them to do it. Help them to do it in Jesus' name. Amen, friends. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that message. I've been praying for you, and I'm going to keep praying for you. Because I really believe that the truths that I shared today have to get really deep in your heart. And if you need more information or if there's any way I can help, please reach out to us at www.josephbarlow.com.